Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer, keeping you safe on the roads. Tyrepower.com.au. Mourn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. 10 minutes to 7 on SENSA Breakfast. Mourn Team Kia for family cars at Port Adelaide. And we are here in Studio Lumo. Powered by Lumo Energy SA. Uh, Bix, we're going to talk about umpiring and refereeing in a moment. It's in the news again after the debacle of what happened with Tottenham versus Chelsea yesterday in the Premier League. But before that, I have asked you to get a little bit controversial. And look, we, we ask you to think outside the box. Pardon the pun, because it's time to find out who's going into storage. Oh, what's in the box? So... We're doing this alongside GoBox SA. You can take the stress out of moving. Use GoBox for the easy way to move and sword mm. and store as well. <laughs> so who's going into storage? Well, I'm. this is a bit of a backflip oh, of no. such. This is what I'm asking for. I'm asking for a backflip because Josh Inglis who is the uh, the keeper in the um, keeper batter. ICC World Cup uh, Australian side who replaced our very own Alex Carey. Mm. He, he was uh, touted as being the, the fixer in the, the back half of the innings. Well, last night against Afghanistan, he got a first ball duck. Um, so zero last night, three the game before against England, 38 against New Zealand, 14 against the Netherlands, 13 against Pakistan. They're hardly compelling numbers is what I'm saying. And as we get to the pointy end, Alex Carey, I'm sure he's been working very hard. What price experience? Like, he has got a calm head. He's experienced. He may not be in super form, but guess what? Neither is Josh Inglis. He's made three in his last two digs. So I'm saying put Joshy boy into a bit of storage. Let's unpack <laughs> unpack Alex Carey. The bubble wrap is gone. Yeah, and get him back in the side when it matters, in the big ones, the semi and and also the hopefully for Australia the final. Okay, do you agree with Mark Bickley? Josh Inglis is being put into storage. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. Go box SA. Take the stress out of moving. Use Go box for the easy way to move and store. You Let us know your thoughts. Do you agree with that or not? Where, where are you sitting on this? Well, I think now is the perfect time to look at Alex Carey again. I agree with you. Good. Because if Josh Inglis was in there performing consistently, I was of the belief and concern, and we spoke to Tim Payne about this last week, that Alex Carey wouldn't be playing white ball cricket again. Mm. He'd be just focusing on the test series coming up. So um, there's an opportunity there. I'm just I'm just concerned that the selectors are going to say, Josh, just stay in there until you make runs, yeah, mate. I think While so. we're winning, let's mm. just keep on going. Um, and whether he's in there to make runs or is it his glove work? It's, it's one or the other. Mm. So, cause we know Kez can make runs too. Mm. It's an interesting one. I like your thinking though. I think our uh, Ange Postacoglu would like to put VAR into a bit of storage. Let's have a listen to his thoughts on the refereeing after yesterday's disappointing result to Chelsea. You can't tell me that referees are in controls of game now. They're not. The control is outside of that. So, but that's the way the game's going. So, um, you kind of have to accept that, um, and uh, you know, just try and deal with it. I think it's so hard for a referee to to 
to officiate these days. Their, their authority is just constantly getting diminished. I just, I just don't know how... Like I said, I used to be... I grew up afraid of referees. They'd be like policemen, you know? But nowadays, I guess, we talk back to policemen as well, so maybe it's just... Like I said, I'm old school, mate, so I'm, I'm, I'm a bygone era, and I just love the purity of the game. So it all happened yesterday because mm. when we said farewell yesterday, uh, Chelsea uh, were leading 2-1, and within a couple of minutes, they ended up winning 4-1. Yeah. So the tail of the tape yesterday, Tottenham were up 1-0 in the sixth minute, and then um, Raheem Sterling scored a goal. It was taken away from VAR, but then it didn't really matter because Tottenham ended up with two red cards, one to Romero at the 33rd minute, um, Udogi at the 55th minute. Palmer scored at the 35th for Chelsea, and then Nicholas Jackson ended up with a hat-trick. 75, 94th, 97th. Gee whiz, that's a late Late hat-trick. <laughs> um, but you can hear Ange talking about VAR and how it is taking over not just the Premier League, but this is video refereeing taking over sport at the moment. What do you think of his comments, Bix? Um, uh, it, it, it's a difficult one because... We want the right decisions. There's nothing worse than a minute after the referee makes a call, there's a replay which shows it's clearly wrong. And particularly in the world game, in in world football, goals are so important. And so if you get a decision wrong and it costs the team a goal, it, it's, it generally impacts the result quite heavily. So... I, I think you have to use it, but it's got to be used in a way which is less um, invasive is probably the best word. So, and, and I can cop if the back of someone's heel, you know, that line there and the VAR says, oh, by 0.01 of a millimetre, his heel is not sort of offside or he's onside. I'm not so much about that. I'm a bit like the AFL. It just Let's just make sure we don't have the howlers like the – the goalposts with uh, Ben Keys. Let's get them out of the way and the, the goal line, is it touched over the line or in front of the line? I'm not so fussed about whether someone's fingernail, you know, bends back when it's 50 metres out and the umpire can't possibly sort of know that. I just want to stop the real howlers. So I'm not sure there's a real answer in that, but... There were five disallowed, uh, disallowed goals yesterday. Five. Mm. It's crazy. It is. But at the end of the day, let's let's flip back it. This is the counter argument. If those five goals were allowed and then on the match of the day, after the game, they show them all and they say, what is wrong with our game? There were five goals in that game that shouldn't have been goals. We can't, this is a crisis. Our referees aren't doing their job. We have to do something about this. We've got technology, use it. The flip side now is, Oh, why are we disallowing so Why would you goals? want to be a referee then, just in any sport? Because you think about football as we're talking right now. Um, the human element is taken out of the game for a, a linesman calling or a lines person calling an offside decision. Uh, a player celebrates a goal that's called offside, then they're flat, and then they go back to VAR. They realise it was a goal. Similarly, the celebration in cricket, when a decision is given everyone celebrates and then instantly the batter refers to the uh, mm. other umpire that will have a look and then the emotion is taken out of it straight away. So there's now a lot of sitting and waiting and I feel that human instinct is taken out of it. And also that just puts umpiring and refereeing under the spotlight even more. 
Yeah, look, but does it, doesn't it save him? In cricket, for example, if it's uh, an LBW and, and you're given out and the, the player reviews it and it shows that it's come off the bat, I think that takes pressure off the umpire because that, uh, that player, if they replay it and you see that it hits the bat and he's sitting in the change rooms, he's filthy. The umpire's thinking, oh, I got, I got one wrong there. That's a disaster. I've impacted the game because I've just given someone out who was you know, on a bit of a tear. It's a bit like Glenn Maxwell. So last night, Maxwell was out on 33 um, LBW. Then it was a judge to be going over the stumps. Now, some people have questioned that, but he comes back in. Imagine if the umpire had given Maxwell out, Maxwell's sitting in the change rooms, and then they do the replay, and it shows the ball's going over the top. Like, that impacts the whole game. At least now, the umpires feel like they have a safety net. Mm. That, that Even if they get one wrong every now and then, it doesn't kill the whole game. So... I don't know. I think it in cricket, I think it helps. It creates the conversation though. Social media is probably a poor example, but it exposes the umpires if they're making poor decisions, because if in a, a cricket match, an umpire is given five or six indirect, uh, incorrect decisions, which are overturned by the video referee or the, mm. the fourth umpire, then their incompetence in that particular game is shown. But, but isn't, but isn't that life? If mm. you're a cricketer and you get out five times under 10, your incompetence is shown and you're out of the team. If you're an umpire and you gave five bad decisions, well, you're not up to international standard. You go back and do something else. So I think that's, it, it just, um, it highlights the, how difficult it is. That's, that's all I say. I don't think every umpire is going to get all the decisions right. You want them to get them right more often than they get wrong. And that's going to give us a greater respect for those umpires that do that. But it just shows that there are so many grey areas in our sport. And it's, you know, with the naked eye, sometimes it's impossible to to be able to pick up everything. So this is a way we can use technology, hopefully without, like I said, being too invasive. And that's where in world football at the moment, they've got to make sure that VAR doesn't overtake the game, which is what Ange was uh, suggesting. We're going to continue talking about this on Z- uh, 0427154166. Daniel says, you are correct, Bix. The English experiment is done. So Daniel's of the belief to chuck Josh Inglis into storage. Um, if you haven't heard, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Shopping store at Beaumont's before November 12th, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. I've just had a look over there. What have you got there, Mark Bickley? Looks like you've got some sort of list. This is new. I haven't seen it before. So do you mind if we go to the news and come back and go through this list you've created? Yes, that'll be great. All right, looking forward to it. It's SENSA.